welcome to the Enchanted Ears podcast. Where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm sore. <laughs> and I'm Joe. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, which realized after it was too late that it's probably not the greatest idea to run a half marathon after walking eight miles in Disney theme parks for four days. <laughs> Two days in a row. So, And there were people who did the 5K as well. We didn't do that one. Yeah, so we'll we'll get into kind of our race recap uh, in a little bit here. Uh, but for those of you who haven't listened the past couple of weeks, we just got back from our trip in Disney World uh, where we did the Star Wars Rival Run weekend. So we did the 10K and half marathon. So we'll be getting into kind of this is our first time doing a Run Disney race. So we'll be getting into our experience and a little background on Run Disney. But before we get into that, there's a lot of uh, big news coming out of Disney this week. So I think we'll start with what just dropped today. So the new Star Wars trailer dropped today at at Star Wars Celebration. And I thought about doing like a shot for (laughs) shot discussion of this trailer. But so much of it is the voiceover. Yeah. That it. I don't know that that will lend itself really well to audio if we're watching a silent trailer discussing it. All I want to say is Ray's outfit, it seems a little bit tweaked, a little bit different. It's like a very similar outfit, but it seems a little bit more chic. It's on fleek. I want it for like whenever we go down and we can buy things from the Star Wars shops. I want to purchase this very outfit. Similar. Yeah, the, the trailer focuses a lot on her, but essentially... It opens with Ray on a desert planet. Looks like maybe back at Jakku, and the only pe- the only person we really hear talk is Luke Skywalker. He's doing the voiceover through the whole trailer, and a Tie Fighter, which looks like Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter, is then chasing after Ray, and she probably does the sweetest <laughs> move I've ever seen without looking. By trailer. the way, right? Has her lightsaber out, does a flip up. Looks like she can basically jump over the TIE fighter, which is flying in the air. But she doesn't, she doesn't even, she's like too cool to even jump over it. She just goes like straight at it. Yeah, she's using the force and it, it's incredible. So I think, I think that was a pretty incredible scene. And then we get a lot of, you know, fan favorites in this. So you see Chewie, Han Solo, you get to see Lando flying the Millennium Falcon again. Uh, and this is the original Lando, not yes, Donald Glover. Yes. Uh, You get to see uh, a shot of Princess Leia. So, you know, we heard that they were going to be using unused footage to include her in the movie. And so we see a shot of her in this trailer. So she's definitely in the movie. And you get to see Kylo Ren and everything. So it's... it's And he puts the mask back together, Or somebody puts the mask back together. Yeah, so... Yeah, you see somebody reassembling his mask. So the rumor is that there may be somebody impersonating him. So there's a lot of new characters uh, in this movie. So Including wh- a new droid. So we wh- always need to have a new droid. And <laughs> it looks pretty cute too. Yeah, he's like a little cup on a wheel. It's yeah, kind, kind of what he looks he's like. A, he's definitely a different shape than all the other droids have been. Um, he's pretty cute though. Right. I'm excited to find out his or her name. Or I mean, I guess it's a robot. It's kind of genderless, but... Right, so... But yeah, so there's a couple new characters, and we know from the Star Wars Celebration panel that there's a time jump in between The Last Jedi and this movie, so we're not sure how much of a time jump occurs, but it's not going to happen immediately after the end of the last movie. So it, it's interesting, yeah, is because we see Kylo Ren without his mask, 
So could that be at some period as part of a flashback and now he has his mask on later? Or Do you is, hope? Is somebody impersonating him? Because the trailer leads you to believe that it's Kylo Ren flying after Rey at the beginning, but you never see the person's face. You just see his hand. So it could be somebody impersonating Kylo Ren and they're, they're trying to throw you off of the scent. Is your new hope that uh, that person is Kylo Ren because you love Kylo Ren with the mask on? No, I don't know what my hope is. So, I, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. I do think the way the trailer shot, it kind of le- it lends credence to the rumor where it's going to be somebody else impersonating him. For what reason, I'm not sure. And at the end, we hear the Emperor Palpatine's laugh, uh, and it was confirmed that it was him because the actor that plays him showed up after the trailer was um, premiered at the Star Wars celebration. So I, I, it seems like I'm not sure if they're going to bring him back. And well, he says he makes some he's comment. Ultimately, um, he's ultimately going to be a part of it. Yeah, because Luke makes a comment as part of the voiceover that nobody's ever really gone. Right. So I think it seems like that they're trying to retread on some of the last Jedi stuff of Luke dying and killing the past and everything with this trailer saying, hey, nobody's ever really gone. The past is never really gone. It can come back. So there's hope for Han. Yeah, I'm not, we don't see him, but like you see, you see pieces of the Death Star. They're on a planet where there's pieces of one of the two Death Stars. Um, so it's really interesting. And then at the end, we get the title reveal, which is called The Rise of Skywalker. So that's the name of this movie, which I have no idea what that means. I am so confused by this title because it's supposed to be the end of the Skywalker saga. And yet it's called the rise of the Skywalkers. There are no Skywalkers left. I guess Leia technically, but but Luke is gone. <laughs> well, Kylo Ren has denounced his name as a Skywalker. We still don't know Ray's parents. I don't think Ray's gonna turn out to be a Skywalker. I don't either, but hey, I'm gonna speculate. But it's just it's it's a very interesting title. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't when I first heard it, I didn't love it. I don't think it's necessarily the greatest title. Um, but yeah, it, it's kind of just interesting for the movie that is supposed to be the end of a saga to name it the rise of something that would lend you to believe that something's just getting started. So I, I think, I think we can be pretty confident Luke is coming back yeah, and, and Leia is going to play, Leia is going to play a big part in it. Um, so we'll see. It's interesting. I don't know. What do you think of the title? Do you like it or? I mean, I feel like a lot of times Star Wars titles have, uh, I mean, they have either a light or a dark title. You think about some of them, you know, you have A New Hope, which is a very hopeful title. And then you have uh, The Return, or like, uh, oh my gosh, why can't, Phantom Menace, or like there's, they, they have like a, they almost seem like to have a really bright, happy title or not. So it goes along with the naming I think of the different titles. I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, I put it out on Facebook. I mean, I you know, it, you know my feeling about Luke. So yeah, I put it out on our Facebook page, uh, Enchanted Ears Podcast on Facebook. Uh, it's kind of a poll, and most overwhelming majority were uh, give a thumbs up to the title. Yeah. So it I seems like it good. seems like people like it. I, I'm a little confused by it. Like again, I have no idea what it means. I think it's great for I driving speculation. Good, yeah, because it's good. now we're very confused. It's a good hook because you're wondering what. What are they talking about? I think the trailer is a good enough hook. I don't think you need. Yeah, the trailer a is title. really good. So. Yeah, especially for like one of the that that is the first trailer, right? Yes. Yeah. This is the that's yeah. This the is the first, first trailer we've seen. Yeah, because we've seen some other trailers from Disney, like the first trailers, and they're usually pretty barren. And that this one's pretty 
there's a lot there's a lot there yeah and i think it bodes well because we saw more lightsabers in this trailer than we did in the entire uh last jedi (laughs) movie so so i think it bodes well it does seem like that they are gonna probably kind of retread a lot of the stuff that happened in that movie so it'll be interesting to see kind of how it plays out so the other big news disney finally kind of unwrapped the covers on the disney plus streaming service so they had a big event on thursday in which they kind of outlined all of the details maybe not necessarily all the details but most of the details on the new streaming service it's pretty ballin yeah so it's going to launch november 12th and it's going to be 6.99 a month now a lot of people speculated it was going to be around that five to seven eight dollar range uh which is less than netflix and it is so it's gonna be 6.99 a month or if you pay for the entire year it's $69 a year. They're, it's gonna, they're gonna offer 4K. They're gonna offer offline downloads so you'll be able to download it and watch it on the go. Uh, and they announced, which we already knew about, the, the Star Wars shows. They announced the Marvel shows and gave a little bit more detail. So we knew about the Loki series and the Falcon and Winter Soldier series, but they've announced there's also gonna be a uh, Scarlet Witch series uh, and Vision and also... Hawkeye is getting his own series. So they're definitely kind of going all in on this. There's going to be a Monsters at Work animated series in which that makes me so excited. In which Billy Crystal and John Goodman will be reprising their roles. So it's interesting. I mean, if you look at this, so it's $7 a month, and you're going to get access to the entire Disney movie library. Plus, and you can download it so you can watch it on planes and stuff. Yeah, so you can watch it on the go. And you're going to get all of their like Disney Channel movies, all of their their shows. They're, you yeah, know, like, they're going to uh, go back. You're going to get like Hannah say, Montana. I yeah, think Lizzie McGuire is going to be on, on that. Plus, they announced 30 seasons of The Simpsons are going to be available. And this is going to be the exclusive streaming service for oh, The, the Simpsons. Simpsons. So, I mean, if you look at that, they're going to get, I think, a lot of people paying $7 a month just to watch The Simpsons. You're going to have a lot of Simpsons fans. But it's $7. That's a great value just for that. Just to get access to all of the Disney movies and and all of the Disney Channel TV shows without any of this original content. Then on top of that, we're going to get original Star Wars series, original Marvel series. There's a ton of like behind-the-scenes documentaries. So there's going to be um, a documentary on kind of like the stories that inspire Marvel comics. There's going to be behind the scenes of Epcot and Animal Kingdom. There's going to be a documentary on the history of Imagineering. Nat Geo is going to have a show of like the wonderful world according to Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I mean, it's out of control. Just take my money now, Disney. <laughs> this is this is crazy. I'd be willing to pay d- d- $7 without all Mickey's of this stuff. Mickey's white gloved hand is, has, has thir- like very, you know... Like very blatantly, just reached right into our pocket. The world, according to Jeff Goldblum, this may be the greatest uh, animal, planet, whatever documentary series ever made. Just imagine Jeff Goldblum narrating a nature documentary. <laughs> just out well, of control. It Disney, is going to be. It is going to be nature, but he's not traveling the world because it could technically be nature. It doesn't matter. I don't care what it is. Jeff Goldblum is in it on Nat Geo. It it's going to be. Incredible, and again, you get Nat Geo with this too. Exactly. So for seven dollars, Nat Geo 
and Disney movies is enough, plus all this on top of all this original content on top of it. Just take my money now. Can I like pre order this? Do, like, why do I have to wait until November 12th? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I, I, I agree. Happy birthday to me. Yes. Yeah. It's right around your birthday. So, yeah, it, it's shaping up to be pretty good. I, I was actually really impressed with everything that they're going to have on this streaming service. Yeah. It sounds like it's pretty loaded. And this is just what they announced now. So, I mean, there's going to be even more and more. Now, I have to imagine that price is going to creep up a little bit, but Disney, you know, Netflix has to charge so much because they only have subscriber dollars in order to fund original content. Whereas Disney has so many different revenue sources, they don't necessarily need to make all of the, all of the production costs back from the streaming service because Disney's essentially a giant machine. The TV shows get you excited for the merchandise. And then the merchandise gets you more excited for the movies and the TV shows. And then, like I said, they're going to have these... It's like corporate synergy. Right. Synergy. Then they're going to have these behind the scenes of Epcot and Animal Kingdom to show you like, what's it like in the day of a life of a trainer. And it's going to be, wow, isn't it time for a Disney vacation? And then they're going to get you to go to the theme parks. So there's so this many ways. This is just ways. a bit of what you would see on this behind-the-scenes tour right. that you could purchase extra. It's more it's more kind of like the Amazon model where the Amazon uh, video is part of Prime and it's a relatively cheap deal because you get so much included because Amazon just wants you on their site because you're going to buy more. So Disney gives you a, a cheap entry to get you in comparative to Netflix and then they they get you in that system and then you're just buying everything and they make more money off of the other things so they don't need to make it directly so I think it will stay uh, cheaper than Netflix um, but I do see it creeping up as they have to continue to spend to produce uh, more and more of this original content so but I think it's shaping up to be to be pretty well i think it's gonna be pretty successful oh absolutely so it's definitely worth it all right so let's uh jump into kind of our our race recap and then uh next week we'll be doing kind of our overall trip recap so kind of talking about you know what we saw at the parks any updates that's going on down in walt disney world um kind of the, the different things we did a lot of the food a follow-up to oh, a follow-up to our episode we did a couple weeks ago on uh, food allergies turns out uh, Disney is has, the most glorious place to eat if you have food allergies. I don't believe that their gluten free food is really gluten free because it tastes too good. <laughs> but we'll get into that next week. So, so this week we're we're kind of talking about our experience. This was our first time doing a run Disney doing race. a run Disney race. So we'll talk about our experience and then kind of some tips for first timers. Um, but just a, a quick background for those of you who have not maybe heard of Run Disney or have knew that disney did races before uh disney's been actually doing these for over this is like 25 years now so they started in 1994 with the walt disney world marathon and there's actually only according to wikipedia here 5588 runners uh in that race which, which was oh. pretty low and because now i think there's like 10,000, 15,000. it's just built up from there so they have uh, now races, so they've canceled all the races at Disneyland for a couple years because of all their construction, but they did have races at Disneyland and Disney World. They have them in Disneyland Paris now, but in uh, Disney World, they have the Disney Marathon in January. They have the, the Princess Half Marathon in February. 
They have the Star Wars half marathon, which which we just did in the April time period. They have the um, like food and wine half marathon in November. And so all of these, and they're more than just one race. So like in January, they have a 5K, 10K, half marathon, marathon. And then all the other ones are a 5K, 10K, and half marathon. So according to StarWars.com, there were nearly 30,000 runners, walkers, and fans at the race. So right. it was... Yeah, so was, there, there's a yeah, lot of people. A lot. And like I said, so they have multiple races. And then if you sign up, to run multiple races, you get additional medals. So we did the Rival Run Challenge, which was a 10K and a half marathon. So it was 19 miles. But then in January, uh, a lot of people do this here. They have the Dopey Challenge and the Goofy Challenge, um, which is when you run all of the races in a weekend. So I think I think the Dopey Challenge is... Truly Dopey. That's all the races. So I think that's when you do the 5K, 10K half marathon and full marathon. And honestly, the biggest struggle, and I think the thing that people don't necessarily, like you hear this and you hear, oh man, that's a lot of miles. But another thing you don't realize is you're in Disney, so you want to go to Disney World. And also, these races, you have to be up at 3 a.m. for them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. And just to, to wrap that, my last point up, the goofy challenge is just the half and the full. But yeah, so to your point, so the first thing I think that uh, a first timer should know that I would have liked to have probably known before I signed up for this is that you have to be up at three in the morning. Yeah. Um, so your buses start to run. I mean, the time for the, the half marathon and the 10K were a little bit different. Um, I think they suggested that you were there. I think it was like 3.30 for the half. Well, that you get on the and bus. That, yeah, you were yeah. on the bus by 3.30. And for the for the 10K, I think it was they suggested you were on the bus by 4. Um, so this is, I mean, obviously, we're going to get our picture taken. So I had to get up a little bit before just to kind of make sure I, I look alive a little. Um, put on a little bit of makeup and like try to make, make yourself look presentable. And you want to eat a little bit. Um, but you don't really, the race didn't start until what, like five well, that's 30, the thing. o'clock? Yeah. So the race starts at five 30 in the morning. The buses start running around three and they recommend you get to the start line around like 4am. So that's why you have to get on the buses. Now there are a lot of buses that run from the hotel. I mean, when we got to the bus, there was probably three buses there waiting to take people. So it's not like you have to wait a long time for the bus. I mean, we, we maybe waited, you know, it took us a couple minutes because maybe the first bus was full or something like that. So it, it really wasn't that big a deal, but they want you to get there early because there's security to go through. Uh, if you have any gear, which this is another tip. Yeah, this is a really good Another tip, tip for, for, for first timers. They give you a plastic bag whenever you pick up your race materials. And if you have gear, so a lot of people, because it's cold at three in the morning, it wasn't very cold, uh, this time it was like in the 60s. Yeah, I think it was pretty extraordinarily warm when we were down there. Right. But a lot of people, you know, they may wear pants or, or a coat or something. Well, Disney has a gear check. So you can wear that stuff when you get up. And then when you get there and it starts warming up, you can actually give them uh, your bag and then they drive it to the finish line for you and you can and pick, it you can pick it up there. So you have to worry. Like tractor trailers. Yeah, you have to worry about because in a lot of other, I think, races and stuff, you'll see people just wear stuff they can throw off and forget about. Right. And Disney, I don't think, wants just tons of shirts and stuff lying around. So you do this really nice gear check. But they want you to get there early so you can get through all of this. 
But they do have a lot of stuff to keep you entertained while you wait. So there are characters to take pictures with. So bef- before right. the race. So before, I think both races, there were the same characters. Um, so it was BB-8. Uh, K2SO was... Well, they were after. So, B, so BB-8 and okay. K2SO were after. Were after. Okay. So I don't know why I started with the droids. But uh, Darth Vader, um, Kylo Ren, Boba Fett was there. So was yeah, Job of the Hut. Like it was just right. a, it was just a like a bust of, or not a bust, but it was it. Nobody was in the Job of the Hut suit. Um, it was just kind of a yeah. So, of and some of the droid, yeah. So like the BB-8 droid, uh, he didn't move around like he does within Hollywood Studios. Right. He was kind of just there. And K2SO for pictures. also was just it was just a, a statue right. essentially. But they have photo pass photographers there to take your picture, and everything's linked to your race number. So. Uh, you can get your pictures; they're automatically loaded to, to your account. Like you don't have to worry about having a cell phone or anything. Um, and then if you have the memory maker, you know you, you have access to all those photos. But yeah, so the lines, though, I mean, before the race, were, you basically have time to get pictured with one person because the lines right. are like forty-five minutes to an hour. Right. And hot tip on that though is some of those characters they're there after the race and it's almost like the people the lines were long before the race but after the race they weren't quite as long i think people were tired and i think it depends when you finish yeah i'm too. sure yeah we finished kind of i mean we didn't finish early but we finished with an okay time like both yeah, races we, we yeah we, we were in well. we were in the upper corrals so yeah so there, so there's characters before and after so you don't have to worry and about also it. during yeah and there's characters on the course and one tip i would say if you're running multiple races definitely take pictures like what we did is we stopped more during the 10k as the first race since it was the shorter race um we stopped more on the course to take photos because it's this it's mostly the same characters both races there were there were some additional ones during the half marathon so which made it nice is we stopped more during the 10k got a lot of pictures with a lot of the characters and then during the half where it's a much longer race and uh, you know, I didn't want to necessarily start and stop as I was going to say, I think we did it backwards. I actually, like, reflecting on it, I think that we could have probably used more rests during the half marathon and less during the, the 10K. Well, but what I'll say is, though, I think there were more, like, more people stop in the half right. marathon. That, more people so the lines s- are longer to see the characters. So if you can get some of them done during the first race then you don't have to stop for them during the second race and then you can go to the new ones because there are some additional ones that they had and there were some cool especially on the half marathon there were a lot of cool scenes scenes that weren't yeah they weren't there weren't characters there but they were kind of like backgrounds and scenes so they had one where um you're stuck in like the yeti's cave grabbing a lightsaber yeah, and and, you're, and they take it upside down, so it looks like you're floating on the ceiling, and you're reaching out toward that lightsaber. It's a really yeah, neat exactly. Picture. So we had time to stop more for those because we didn't necessarily have to stop for each one going through. Yeah, I guess taking a step back even before the race, and this was probably my biggest disappointment with the whole thing is yes. the race expo, the packet pickup. Oh my gosh. It's very disorganized. It's yeah. not very well I feel like if run. you've ever been to a city marathon, I mean, I can speak to one. That one is so much better and bigger than Disney's. Um and I was really disappointed. Like it was just not very well set up and Disney has their own little they segment this stuff that they create and make 
off from their other vendors so that you have to go through their stuff first. And honestly, their gear wasn't that great. Like I was very disappointed because I wanted to see some really cool and unique stuff. And honestly, you can go online on Etsy or anywhere else and find cuter character stuff. Yeah. And I wasn't even talking about the gear because I, I didn't really care to yeah, buy well, the anything. Organization of it wasn't yeah, great. it was just more. I was talking more of you know, the organization to pick up your numbers, and like you said though, Disney has where you pick up your uh, race packet. They have their gear there, but then if you, you also get a T-shirt included, and in order to get your free T-shirt, you have to leave the building you're in, and then walk to a. This this is all at the ESPN Wide World Sports Complex. And then walk to another building at the other end of the complex. Yeah, they're not even really that close. And go in there to get your race shirt, which then has... And that's where the expo is of other vendors. So I, maybe they do that just to get you to go where the other vendors are. Because otherwise, you would have no need to ever go down there. And nobody would ever go see those vendors. But yeah, it's a very kind of disjointed pickup process and and it's it's kind of strange how it's done but that was probably you like that was the lowest point of the whole process i mean that was kind of strange how they did that but everything else ran really smooth i was worried about like how the rest of the race would go after because that's the first thing you kind of interact with Mm -hmm. but the rest of it was fine like i said the buses the bus transportation, the characters yeah, before and, and after. Honestly, the bus transportation before and after was probably faster getting in and out than if you're going to a park. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Day. They and they they don't use the they don't use the Disney buses that run around the park. They have more like Greyhound buses, so they have seats for everybody. So it's a lot nicer. So you don't have to worry about like standing after you're just running a race. And they have plenty of buses. Like I said, I mean, there's two or three buses sitting there at any given time ready to go to a hotel. So you're never waiting more than a few minutes right? Uh, to kind of get the buses. Now, again, if you're maybe in the back corral, so how they do it is, you know, they have, I think they had corrals A through H maybe. Um, I think so. I think so. And, and so it depends on, H was right. One. It depends on how fast you run. So the 5k and 10k, you don't have to submit any proof of time. So the lower the time you put in the, earlier the corral you get which means there's less people in front of you and you could potentially get done sooner and so there's less crowds on the bus and i would actually say like because you didn't have to submit proof of time there were a lot whenever we we were in we ran in corral a for the first one there were tons of people there the lines were really long for the pictures during the um that that particular part but because we were in corral c for the half marathon and there were less people in the lines, I felt like because, and I think it's because of the proof of time thing. So right. a lot of people couldn't say, "Oh yeah, I run this fast," and then they go and yeah. So I would, I would, th- that would be my next tip is if you're gonna run a half marathon, try to have run a previous half marathon right. so you can submit a proof of time. Because if you don't submit the proof of time, you get put in corral uh, like G or H, and that is just like we're the majority of people go. So the race starts at five 30, but they let you off in waves every couple minutes. So you're going to already be, you're going to already be starting a half an hour or so later than everybody else. Plus there's going to be a much bigger crowd there. And you're dealing with Florida. So every yeah, t- like as we're, yeah, as we were running, I kept looking at it and 
when we were kind of starting to struggle, particularly at the end of the half marathon, I kept like looking at you when I was saying it's getting warmer. Like we, we need to make sure that we, we finish as soon as possible because I knew that it was already, I was already starting. I mean, I wasn't bad. It wasn't like really hot or anything, but the sun had, had come up. So we knew it was only a matter of time because it was, it had been 90 for several days in a row. So we had to finish. Right. And you can bet your bottom dollar that the sun will come up. So, <laughs> okay, Annie. So, but yeah. So if you if you want to, and obviously, you know, some people maybe have never run a half marathon before, maybe have never run a ten k before, and this is their first one. And I will say, this is a great first one to go to because it is. <laughs> I mean, it's warm. I will give you. I will give you. It's warm now. The April one is probably the hottest one. Because the other ones are January, February, November. So it's going to be cooler and less mm-hmm. humid then. Um, so those are probably one of the better ones to try. But it's a very... It's flat because it's Florida. Yeah. The, you stop for characters. So there's plenty of... It's basically, every, for the 10K, it was basically every mile. About every mile. There was, there was a photo. Something. Yeah, there was yeah. a photo stop. So if you can run a mile at a time, you're good. And it's a very relaxed pace. You have to... You have to keep up a 16-minute mile, um, which is a pretty relaxed pace, especially and, for somebody starting. And there's a lot of people walking. There's not. This isn't a race where everybody's out there trying to get their personal best and right. run as fast as they can. And there's a the, lot of people taking their the time. Even the pacers walk because we were right by the, I think it was two-hour and 15-minute pacer. And the pacer, they'd go one, two, three, walk. And so they were alerting the people around them. Uh, that they were about to start walking so that you could kind of not accidentally get caught in the middle of that. Um, so they would continuously do that if I guess they got a little bit ahead of, of time. Right. They would kind of right. yeah, rel- relax. Yeah, but you see a lot of people walking on the side too. Oh, a lot another, of people stop. So it's, thing, so it's a good race to start with. And another thing that I wanted to point out just while we're talking about people stopping, at this race I noticed a, like an etiquette thing that I'd never seen before while oh, yes. people were racing. Yes. I was, the first time I saw a few people, do, I'm like, what are these people doing? So, and then I see everybody doing it. I was like, oh, this is a thing I never knew about. Right, right. So, you know, if you're biking, some of you guys probably have heard people say, you know, on your left, and they yell that out beforehand so that you know that they're going to pass you on your left and you don't get scared. Well, people during the race would hold up their hand before they were about to stop, like hold up their palm or hold up their hand in like a fist over their heads. And then that way you knew, hey, I'm about to stop so that you don't get behind them and, and right. run and into they, them and or they, get yeah, thrown off by them. They were ready to walk and they were, and they were going to move off to the side. So that way. You, yeah, yeah, it was you, a really you know. polite way of, of doing it. I'd yeah. And a lot of people. Was, yeah. A lot of people did that. Cool, so. Right. But yeah. That. So then on top of this, a lot of employees are out there at like five in the morning. Uh, you run through, I guess we could talk about the, the race, uh, kind of path. So each race is different and, and Disney changes the overall path from year to year, but essentially for most of the five K's and 10 K's, they're all kind of within Epcot. So we started in magic kingdom parking lot, ran down to the entrance of Epcot, uh, and then ran around all of Epcot. So came in past spaceship earth, ran all the way around world showcase, back out past Spaceship Earth. But there was a lot of the employees, yeah, the cast so. members in the different countries kind of cheering you on. Right. You know, Mexico was out there uh, with, maracas. Out with maracas and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so it's great. So there's a, a lot of good encouragement. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I would say, again, 
if you run a city marathon, it, not as many fans. I mean, because you have to pay. Like, if you go to cheer, yes, you, you have, have to pay. Right, yeah, you have to so pay. So if your loved lot- one's thinking about coming along, they can't do it for free. So that's, And they can't be... In the parks. in the path either. So yeah, there's the pa- there's designated cheer sections at the beginning of the race in the parking lot, and at the end of the race in the parking lot at Epcot. So right. those are the only places they're really cheering you on, anyways. But right. there are plenty of volunteers and stuff yeah. throughout the parks. Yeah, there there are several, but like I said, nowhere near as many as if you've done like a some sort of like a city marathon. Um, but it's still cool because there are other things to spur well, you yeah. along. I mean, you get to see the parks at night. So I mean that right. I mean Spaceship Earth was beautifully lit up. Exactly, and we got to get our picture taken because they had a photo pass person Correct. right in front Correct. of it. Yeah, there's photo pass. And there's everywhere. nobody really in the park, so you don't have to worry about. They have it all partitioned off, so you actually get a very rare photo of you and just like the ball, you know, just Spaceship Earth, and there's nobody in your background. Right, and uh, we you know, we ran through Animal Kingdom, Pandora. The second day. Oh, during the half marathon, like I said, they had more. They they were basically kind of like recreating the the battle uh, with the Ewoks. So you could hear like Ewoks in the forest, and there was fire oh shooting up on the side. And, they and had there lasers were red and lights. lights. Yeah, that yeah. was incredible. You just ran through that. That was like in the third mile or yeah, something. Yeah, it was like pretty that. early on in the race. I was really hoping that there would be more of that, but then I figured out later that it was, it was because it was getting lighter, so they had to do it on an earlier mile. Exactly. So yeah, because it wouldn't look cool. Right. There was some music going on in the background as you were running, and then um, there were, like like we said, there were characters, some of the characters, I think they were from the TV show. Uh, did we figure out that's what they were from? We're not really sure, but they were dressed up as Jedi. They, every now and then on the course, would sporadically show up, and they would shout kind of oh, encouragement no, so they, to you. They, yeah, they had, the, they had the resistance. They had the, right. they had the resistance. People dressed uh, as resistance fighters, and they had microphones, and they would kind of like interact and and cheer on fellow people from the light side, and kind of yell at people from the dark side and stuff from the first order and things. And then there were stormtroopers supporting the first order, so it it was really well done. Yeah, exactly. Even the Star Wars fan club, if you wanna, we wanna mention. Yeah, this. yeah so the they Star had a Wars lot of characters that weren't Disney related. They were just a local fan club out there, and they you know they were dressed up as well. So they there weren't photo pass photographers with them, but you could stop and, and get a selfie with them uh, if you wanted to, or they were just kind of there cheering people along, which yes. they had some really great costumes as well. So Yeah, they did. So another thing, just to divert for like one second, if you're one of those people that needs like music when you're running, um, you would have to provide your own music because this is one thing that I was a little bit, like I won't say really disappointed in because there was still so much to look at and I, you and I were running together. When have you ever run a race when music was provided for you? Well, I thought maybe they would have like, speakers set out and so they, they did i mean they, they, they did they but they weren't music. it wasn't a constant thing it was like a yeah i usually know. listen to music when i run but i decided not to just because i for the 10k i was like oh maybe they have something and they did they played yeah, star they wars music they play movie clips on big screens out on the highway exactly, i think there's exactly. plenty of music no there, there was there I mean, was I've never a good run bit, a race but i'm saying if you need it music. continuously or if you're a person that wants it continuously or you're running it by yourself that might make it kind of boring yeah like, well no we race were together. no race provides music continuously do, though but it's disney so i thought maybe they would have like they're just gonna hand everybody an ipad no. here an ipod here you go Here's your here's your set list. Whatever. Here's your set list to run with. Whatever. So. Yeah. But, so, but there was there was plenty of things. Yeah, and like Star if, Wars. If you were listening to music, you would miss some stuff. Yeah, yeah. You would miss like the Ewok music. Yeah, you miss all the Star Wars stuff. A lot of great, 
that John Williams score was playing the whole time. It was uh, awesome. Not the whole time, but for the sporadically. Most part, for the most part. Not even for the most part. So, <laughs> but, and then jumping back to the course layout. So we talked about the 5K, 10K, the half marathon. Uh, so this actually ran through three of the theme parks. So we went through Animal Kingdom. We actually got to run through Pandora, which was cool. Yeah, you started talking about that. So yeah, Hollywood Studios, and then and then again you finish at Epcot. So again, all the races are a little bit different. Which theme parks mm. they run through? The Disney Marathon, I think, is the only one that actually runs through all four of them. And then the Half Marathon kind of switches around what theme parks it goes what through. Was, what was your favorite part of of places that we ran through? I think I liked running through Epcot during the 10k the best just because it was still dark out by the time we were in there and like i said spaceship earth they had lit up like really beautifully they had the torches on around world showcase and it was still dark out for the 10k because you, you run it earlier or you're you're at epcot earlier as opposed to the half marathon when the sun was up so i really like seeing that um because the second day running through pandora was was cool but it wasn't lit up as nicely uh, and then Epcot, like I said, the sun's up basically by the time you get to the end there for the half marathon. So I, I have to say on the 10K running through Epcot. And they also had like a really great DJ on the 10K that day They were that he was playing. Like when we kind of came into Epcot and they were playing some pretty like some bangers and they were like remixes of Star Wars songs. Uh, I didn't really I kind of missed that on the, the full or the half marathon. So, but that was really, I thought that was like, that hyped me up a lot. Yeah, they do a great job. And they had, I mean, before the race, like I said, while you're waiting and you get pictures, not only can you get pictures, but they have a, they had a DJ then too. And they kind of have uh, people going out in the crowd, interviewing people. So like I said, that wait, you know, the hour, hour and a half wait, depending on how early you get there in in the morning goes by pretty quick. Um, and then, yeah, afterwards there's a ton of entertainment as well. So I mean, overall, I think it was a lot of fun. Well, I mean, if you don't mind waiting, waking up at three in the morning, <laughs> I mean, I really recommend doing it. it. It's like I said, it's a nice race. Um, it's something completely different than any other like normal, you know, competitive race that, that you run. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking. My favorite part was running behind the sewage treatment plant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Behind Animal Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I, for, I forgot about that. We were running and then suddenly it was like. I mean, it was like a solid like two minutes of just yeah, you could horrible smell stench. Yeah, you could smell it. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that. But and yeah, that was right. Yeah, because it's weird. Like you go the back road into animal. Yeah, that Kingdom, was really so. cool. It was kind of a little behind the scenes because we got to go into areas that yeah, they you're don't behind, typically allow people. Yeah, you're behind some cast member stuff. I mean, there, I saw some props for some rides in Animal Kingdom. When we ran through Epcot, we got to run past where they're building the Skyliner station behind the construction walls, which yeah. I was kind of surprised they had about. They opened them up, so we ran right next to it. Yeah, so I got some pictures of that. I actually posted that on Facebook. Uh, you can check that out on our Facebook page uh, where we are, facebook.com slash Enchanted Ears podcast. Uh, but yeah, we got to see that. It looks like they still have a ways to go <laughs> to, mm, get yeah. that, to get that station finished. But yeah, but it was pretty neat to kind of do some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. We came in, we came in Animal Kingdom past like the train station at Rafiki's planet watch. Like, I don't even know how we got there <laughs> and we ran past. I don't the know safari. how we got anywhere. Yeah. It was very confusing, but you know, it was definitely some, some backstage stuff. And I don't even think we probably realized it. Hollywood studios. We came in 
kind of by the Beauty and the Beast, like the backstage. Because we ran down the exit of the Beauty and the Beast show mm-hmm. past the Tower of Terror. So we ca- we came in some back way there. I being in Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it was very quick. It was a very quick <laughs> uh, run through Hollywood Studios. So, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really neat. So if you like Disney... Um, I would definitely recommend it. I would definitely it. recommend it. One thing we heard, and I don't think this is true. I mean, I wouldn't feel this way if I was you, but a lot of people there, they run every race. I mean, you see people walking around with their medals. They have three, four medals because they did the 5K, 10K half marathon. They got the Ravel Run medal. Mm-hmm. They did the virtual marathon. They had They had so many that they had to put their whole arm out to display their medals right whenever they're taking pictures but we heard a lot of people talking about oh you know disney's the only place where you can come and say oh, i'm running a half marathon and feel lazy <laughs> because you're not doing the 5k 10k or if you go to the mar- full marathon in january oh i'm running the full marathon but you feel lazy because 75 percent of the people there are doing the dopey challenge when they run all four races i mean i would say if you run a full marathon that's yeah, imp- that's balling. impressive. If you run a half marathon, that's impressive. If you exactly. run a 10K or even a 5K, that's impressive. Don't feel bad if you go there and yeah. everybody Getting else there. Getting off, off the couch yeah. is good enough. You yeah. don't have to worry about... And you're in Disney. And again, we, we were tracking your, our steps on your Apple Watch <gasps> and we were walking like seven miles a day. I think that the day of the half marathon, we walked out, I think it was like 21 miles. Yeah, we did 20 some miles total. So, I mean, you're getting a lot, enough exercises walking around. Just being involved in any of the races uh, is good enough. So, don't let. It was don't great. Feel- we ate like whatever we wanted, and I came home and looked in the mirror. I still haven't weighed myself yet, but I looked in the mirror and I was like, dude, I look better than I did when I left, I think. Yeah, so- we put in 10 million steps. So, yeah, so. It was pretty nice. All the Mickey bars we wanted, all the churros. That's what happens when you park hop. You just keep, we just walk from park to park to park. We just kept walking everywhere. So Exactly. It was pretty nice. But. And then a couple times we were sick of ri- waiting for the bus for Pop Century. So we just went to Art of Animation. Yeah, and just walk across. That's the nice thing about, that's a hot tip there. If you stay at Pop Century or Art of Animation, you can take the bus for the other one. And it is like a... You just walk across It's like a lake. mile walk. It's that. not... Yeah, I was going to say, I if wouldn't that, even say across, it's a mile walk. Well, I would say from where the bus drops you off to the yeah. lobby of the other well, one. It's maybe I mean, a mile. Where our particular room was situated, we were like right oh, yeah. right by the bridge. So yeah, it was nice. not very out of the way at all for us to no, get off at that's our vantage. At most, if you probably went from the bus stop to the farthest end of the other one, it's maybe a mile. Yeah, yeah. But, that, but yeah, it, it's nice because sometimes those buses take a little bit longer yeah. so can, can i just say my other my only other real oh actually i have two other real like disappointments about the race before we we kind of get close to wrapping up one we ray was up on a stage but you couldn't pose with her so none of star wars female characters could you pose with um before or after the race or even during the race she was up on a stage you can go take your picture in front of her but she wasn't part of it so um like she was there i think for all of it i don't i I don't know if it's because they could she's a person so they couldn't switch her out and have her look the same but i mean you're dealing with a bunch of adults i think it was she had a very long line i I think it was you couldn't move people through quick enough because 
she is a face character, so she can talk to you, and so people would probably be wanting to talk to her, and it would take a lot longer. Whereas all the other characters have a mask. on the they all have a mask. It's Chewy. It's an Ewok. They're not talking to you. You're going. You're getting a picture, and you're moving on. Whereas if somebody's face to face with you, you're going to take a lot longer. And that line was gonna, the line was long enough as it is. Just yeah. people stopping, standing in the stage in front of her let alone trying to talk with her. Yeah, so I didn't... And the other thing that that I thought was a little disappointing, you and I had both thought that maybe Mickey and Minnie would be at the very end of the race dressed up as Star Wars characters, and it was just Star Wars. Yeah, character. there was there no... Was, there were there was no, no Disney characters, yeah. like Disney, original Disney characters, you know, uh, there. And I, I kind of thought that... I kind of thought that there would be. So I, I was a little disappointed there because... I'm not, I mean, I like Star Wars. I'm not so much the Star Wars fan as I am the Disney fan. So I was hoping to have that there so that we could take our picture with that. Yeah, I would have, I thought I had seen them dressed up before. And I mean, I'm sure I've seen pictures of them dressed up before as Star Wars characters like Mickey and Minnie, but it wasn't necessarily a previous Star Wars race or anything. So I thought maybe there was a chance uh, we would see them, but we didn't. But yeah, but overall, I think it was great. I think we would do this again i mean we're already kind of talking in a about heartbeat. yeah doing doing one of the other ones not necessarily a star wars one but maybe trying the princess one right. or the the food and wine one well, yeah exactly because i mean you like star wars you got some I cool like medals i got some cool oh yeah medals our medals are, are really really cool we have uh one i mean, we'll have to put post our pictures of us with the medals on but though there's one that's uh vader and luke and it spins so you can kind of sw- like switch it around so that you could have half of Vader's face and half of Luke's face. Yeah, my favorite's the half marathon one, which is half Kylo Ren, half Rey. Yeah, that one doesn't spin though, so yeah. it's not all, as cool. All the medals are half because it's the rival run. So every medal has a character like a from the light of, side yeah. and, a, and a character from the dark side. So, so. what was the, the other medal is what, Boba Fett and uh, Han, Solo. Han Solo, I yeah. believe. Yeah. So and we also got three T-shirts, one to go with each of the challenges. Right, and they're really nice. Like I really like the way that it fits. So um, they're just like champion T-shirts, but they're good. So yeah, we we had a blast. Uh, food and wine would be amazing. I would. I think if you run the if you run the half marathon, don't you get like a behind the? I think there's like a special dessert party food tasting tour or something like that yeah, for people so in. for people that do the half again take my money disney take my money yep um and yeah then i think i think that would be a lot of fun, would be fun I, yeah i think that'd be a lot of fun so we'll, we'll definitely be doing some more of these and definitely recommend anybody if they've been thinking about it or you know they're a fan of disney it's a, it's a nice way to go down and have a trip you do a race it's something a little bit different um so if you've been on the fence about it definitely recommend it if you've done uh a run Disney race before. Uh, we'd love to hear about your experience. You know, d- did you like it like we did, or you know, maybe you weren't a big a fan, you had a problem with it or something. You know, let us know. Um, you can reach out to us. Uh, you can let us know on Facebook. Like I said, we're Enchantiers Podcast. Uh, Instagram, we posted some things on Instagram. We're right. at so- Enchantiers Podcast on there as well. So, yeah, we'd love to you know love to hear from you and exactly. let us know what you think. So, also one last thing. One last thing. The people who were dressed up at the race were incredible. That's also worth going for. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people dress up. 
The and, porgs were my favorite. Yeah, but, there were two groups of porgs we saw. One like they had like really high end kind of looking costumes, and the other ones they kind of like piecemealed them together. But both of them were like equally as awesome. Yeah, a lot of porgs. Uh, we even saw uh, tie fighters. People dressed up people as tie dressed fighters. People dressed as tie wings. fighters. Uh, a lot of R two D twos. People as Princess Leia. So yeah, there's a lot of great great costumes people people really get into it or a lot of people just running with raised hair because there's a lot of people i think that do these races year after year after year and so they kind of they know like they work on their costumes because that's that's part like that's half the fun of it is having a great costume so i think if you do these multiple times you really start thinking about costumes more and, and you want to get into it a little bit more so and again all the power to you because you're getting up early so you have to do extra getting ready definitely Definitely, that's always something to think about. But uh, like I said earlier, so next week we'll be kind of doing our recap of our trip at Disney World. You know, kind of some of our thoughts uh, on the parks. We we rode some rides for the first time, so we'll be yeah. kind of discussing that, discussing some of the restaurants we went to for the first time, talking about our minivan adventures. <laughs> so so definitely make sure you tune in uh, next week for that. And if you have any questions. Uh, about the parks or anything that you'd like us to answer next week on the show, uh, be sure to let us know. Or about the race. Yeah, on our website. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll address them next week. EnchantedEarsPodcast.com slash podcast question. Uh, but until uh, next week, remember, have, have a, a magical, magical day. day.